Welcome to Random Rambles. I'm Taja. And I'm Amy. And we're just going to chat about whatever we really feel like chatting about. Yeah. This time it should be a bit lighthearted though, because last time we got riled up again. Um, so we need to keep it calm and keep it fun and uh, keep it interesting without riling. Well, <laughs> Your I, face I, looks I, like you're going to get riled up. Or you want to well, get riled we did up. End, we did end the last episode saying we were going to talk about paranormal stuff and then you're like we're gonna keep it lighthearted and fun um <laughs> sorry that is well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean we're gonna try but <laughs> you won't make it lighthearted and fun you're like i don't i don't know if we're like shane and ryan levels or like cam and kyle levels of lighthearted and fun when it comes to the paranormal <laughs> Mm. We'll have to find our ground. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not we're not ghost hunters like Shane and Ryan <laughs> on the Watcher, <laughs> and we're certainly not two cool Texas dudes. No, we're certainly not. Um, I don't know what we'd be because we're not out and about. Hunting. I know what I am. I'd be the researcher that doesn't have to come face to face with that shit. Well, we're definitely not out there hunting either. You know, not actively. Um, I'm fairly certain my last house was haunted, but I didn't actively go looking for that. No, but I even think of like Cam and Kyle, they go out like hunting, hunting, you know, deer hunting and all that. And they, you know, hear stories and tell stories over campfires and stuff. So I'm just I'm Australian. I drive to work and there's a feral pig on the side of the road. Oh, I haven't told you about that before yet, have I? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to describe Taja's eyes for like a split second about how her eyes did this weird, crazy, glinty thing. When she's like, Ooh, I saw a wild boar on the road. No, 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 not boar, pig. Pig, okay, pig. There's a bit sorry. of a difference. The Razorbacks would be way more terrifying than the pig. Mm, this just looks yeah, like yeah. A, a, a domestic pig that's gotten out and just like living its best babe. life. Babe. A bit larger than that. Okay. It's about the size of a Shetland pony. Full she had of a crazy glint in her eye. I haven't told you the story yet. It's not, it's not as bad as the crazy glint in. Um, my co-worker's eye who promptly found out about the little massive feral pig and went flying into our boss's office and was like, we have a pig! <laughs> no, we don't! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you can guess who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Yes. Our, our own pint-sized pocket rocket. <laughs> we have a pig. Oh my god, she just lost her mind over that one. It was fantastic to watch. But oh. yeah, there's a pig in the neighborhood near work. Yeah, cool. Um, brown and white in color. Honestly, I thought I was losing my freaking mind because mm-hmm. it was like three days in a row I saw random animals on the side of the road. And I'm like, I'm hallucinating things, I swear. You're that tired. I'm that tired. <laughs> <laughs> I drove to work on the Wednesday morning. On no sleep. <sighs> That's another story. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm driving to work on the Wednesday morning and there's a freaking sausage dog just wandering around the road. Yeah, yes, that look. That was the look I had. That was the look I had. What do you it's just, mean? There's just a little random sausage dog. I, like I got to the set of lights at the end of the road and there's this sausage dog on the fucking road. And I was like, ah, what the freaking hell is going on here? Turns out that our new neighbours have a sausage dog. Yeah. That keeps escaping the yard because the fence is too high and it just walks right under it. As you do. You do. Why not? Mm. Um, I found that out after I got home from work thinking I had hallucinated the dog. I just turned around and went the other way to work. (laughs) (laughs) But then the next morning I'm going to work, 
still tired. And I get past the concrete precast place on the road behind work. Yeah. And there's this giant animal. Donkey. I thought it was a Shetland pony at the time. Oh my god. I honestly thought it was a Shetland pony at the time. And it's like chewing on the grass yeah. with its head down. So I was like, oh, they got a pony. That's a weird time of day to let it graze. Yes. <laughs> Either I'm seeing things or they have a pony. Either of these is okay I think right you're now. seeing things. You're actually that tired. You're hallucinating. It, it certainly felt like it. But I had all of my um, visions corroborated. <laughs> Because the next day I came to work and I came past the big Vizzy plant yeah. and they had their general bins out the front for collection, like the office waste and, yeah. like, you know, kitchen stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all over the ground because the bins have been knocked over and there's a giant fucking pig rooting through the garbage. Huh. And the Vizzy boys, because, you know, they're 24 hours in that plant, they're all standing on the other side of the fence shoving and prodding at each other to see who's willing to go out and deal with the pig. None of them. No. None of them. So I've driven to work and I'm like, I did see that. I had to have seen that because they wouldn't have been acting like that if I didn't see that. So I'm like, there's a fucking pig. Then I came home and I'm like, there's a fucking pig. And they're like, I wonder if that's the pony that you saw too. And I'm like, oh my God, it probably is. (laughs) Amy now has her head on the desk. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you what I saw on the side of the highway? Was it an old man yelling at a concert? Because <laughs> I've seen that too. So, a ute. Oh, of favorite. course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> the only one that beats that on the freaking totem pole of Amy's favourite cars is a mini. <laughs> Correct. Um, <laughs> a ute. A Toyota. Hilux. No, it was just like one of those basic ones, basic Toyota Ute, like with the steel. Um, that could have still been a Hilux. It doesn't steel have to have a show back. <laughs> That's All a right. utility tray. <laughs> and those are for the tradies so they don't smash up. Do, do you know what? You know too much about you. <laughs> I work in transport. You know way too much. We have work Utes. I don't think I can creatively collab with you <laughs> too much. You mean that Navarro on the driveway is freaking you it's out? Freaking me out. <laughs> um no, so that Toyota not sure what it was. Probably highlights, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just not showy enough for her. Um its tray was on fire. Tasha just closed her eyes for a minute taking what I just said. I know. I'm sorry. This is the second report of a young vehicle of fire I've had in a week. <laughs> so the last one was a whole fucking single trailer. So the Ute's tray was on fire. Yep. Just know your home ice cream name still here. <laughs> I don't think he's on fire. Um, so... <laughs> It was on fire. The guy in the ute was out of the cab. I hope so. <laughs> and he's sort of doing a bit of a like hands on hips and just watching. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you going to do? Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> a car pulled over. Two persons get out. Was this on the freaking Pacific Motorway near Beamley? Because well, there was like ago. a car on fire the other week when I went to work. No, this was a while ago. Okay. A while, a while ago. Two persons get out. And they happen to have none other than an IBC full of water. In a car. 
Yep. Are you sure it wasn't another yurt? <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I don't too think much. a Camry can fit an IBC. <laughs> <laughs> you freaking psycho. <laughs> now, they had the little, like, you know, buckets or pails, and they filled. <laughs> Sounds like I'm a loose You are? Yeah. I think you were. At least I admitted that I could have been. <laughs> The two persons, this is an integral part of the story, Okay, were um, little people. What's the correct term? I haven't got a fucking clue, mate. A mid- midgets? No, I don't think that's, that's it. not correct. I'm not sure what the term is now. Probably it's little people. Let's little just go people? with that. And if we're wrong, we apologize in advance. I'm so sorry. I'm not sure if that's the correct term. They get out and they've got the pails and they're the ones trying to put the tray fire out. And they're running backwards and forwards to get the water from the non-Camry car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, I'm telling you, an IBC isn't going to fit in the boot of a fucking Camry. <laughs> so, look, car, ute, truck, could have been anything. But, yes, that was this is an integral part of the. This is an integral part of the story, but I can't remember it. They come out disgust of on my face right now. Something <laughs> that was bigger than a car, not as big as like a semi truck or anything. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't hallucinate this? No. Just say Ute. <laughs> One Ute saved another Ute. <laughs> and then that guy that got out of the Ute. Because Ute's that had united. <laughs> the, the Ute guy that didn't know what to do and had his hands on his hips remembered. Because he didn't have an IBC of water on hand. <laughs> He remembered he had a fire extinguisher, so he was fire extinguishing. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> this happened. I swear. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> it's too not. It's too ridiculous not to have happened. Is that what yes. you're trying to say? <laughs> it's too not real to be true, and that's not the correct statement. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's not our English is fucked. It's, it's just too real we, not we are, to be true. <laughs> it's too real not to be true. It's too. It's too it, yes. <laughs> it was do, a huge. You mean it's too unreal to not be true? It's too real not to be true. To be true. <laughs> English is not your strong suit today, is it? To be fair, it's not either of our strong suits today. I am way too fucking tired. Either way. (laughs) It really fucking happened. It did. And there was a ute on fire just on the tray and two little people helped save that ute from going up in flames. My favourite part of this is he forgot that he had a fire extinguisher, but them trying to put it out pail by pail of water (laughs) is what... Absolutely, it is. <laughs> like that's what jogged this memory. You're like, hang on. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my god, I got I got a phone call from my contractor. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> telling me that one of his trucks, he's like, um, unfortunately, we've lost all of your stock. And I was like, what? Sorry. And he's like, unfortunately, our trailer caught fire last night, and your stock was on board, and it's unsalvageable. And I was like, oh god, I hope. I hope the driver's okay. Apparently I was like the first person who he had contacted in regards to freight on board that truck whose response was, I hope the driver's okay. And not, well, what are you going to do about my stock? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 
Like, I mean, I've worked in transport for a really long time. So this is not the first time that I have had to deal with a truck burning down. One of which was 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 one of the fleet vehicles for mm. the transport that I worked for. And I had the same thing, like ringing people and being like, unfortunately, the truck burnt down and the stock has been affected and blah, blah, blah. And this is how you put in an insurance claim. And he's right. Like nine times out of ten, people don't give a shit. They don't even ask about the driver. They're just like, well, what about my stuff? Yeah. It's like, hang on. There was a human driving that. Yeah. It's not automated. Yet. They're working on it. Utes better not be automated. No, they're starting on trucks out in the mining site, so it'll be all be on private property first. Not that I still trust it to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't trust human-driven cars. I'm not really <laughs> sure about the rest of it. I would really like to have like those cars from like Minority Report, where they like you step out of your building into the car on the high rises, mm. then you put in where you're going, and you can go back to sleep because it'll just run you through like a monorail system. That'd be so perfect for you. It would, because I would sleep the whole way to work. <laughs> it's you're not that far away. You'd just get back to sleep, and then it'd be like, you're here. And? You're acting like that would bother me. Oh, I get wow. to work like a full hour before fucking doors open. I'm just out in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> so my story is very believable. <laughs> <laughs> it so is. There's a lot of elements to that story. <laughs> well, believe what you want. It happened. And you can't prove otherwise. And a lot of other people saw that that day. <laughs> well, there was one. There was a car on fire on the Pacific Motorway not that long ago near Bean Lee, mm. and that was a. Oh, that was pretty but early it's in the Lee. <laughs> well, it was on the motorway. I don't think they actually came out of Bean Lee and set the car on fire. <laughs> that would be more likely Eagleby. Ah, <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> uh... But no, it was like I was coming down the motorway and I just saw this like orangey, flickery light from the other side of the bridge. Did you think like, it was gone? No. <laughs> Why the fuck would I think it was gone? I don't know. I'm just, I'm not I just thought, I wonder if that's like one of those traffic lights, you know, when the, the when they turn the lights on on top of the hazard vehicles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought maybe it was one of those. So I like already started slowing down a little bit because I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And I came in and no, I got there before a lot of the hazard vehicles and all of that had gotten there. The whole, I think it was a Commodore or a Falcon and it was all up in flames. Ooh. And then as I drove past a little bit further, because there were actually people responding to it by that stage, but there weren't many that had already arrived. There'd been another car that had stopped a little bit further down. And I think that the Falcon or whatever it was, that it was a father and daughter, because there was a guy there looking just wrecked with a little girl in his arms. Mm. So I was like, oh, crap. I'm, I'm at least 90% sure that it was probably like some form of electrical fault. Because that seems to be the cause for a lot of those sorts of things. Yeah, wow. Scary. Can be. Just remember, don't panic. Pull over. Get out. Get a safe distance away. And as soon as you ring triple O, tell them how much fuel you have in the tank. Mine would be little to none at any moment in time. Yeah, you do have a habit of running on empty. (laughs) Mine's always full. Yours is always empty. Yeah. So I'm paranoid I'm going to run out of fuel, and you seem to like to push the odds. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Has that gotten worse since you started working from home? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
I like how you didn't want to admit that. You weren't thinking. You were just staring at me like, do I tell her? I didn't know what to say. I just admit, yes. <laughs> yeah. But going back to the original topic with the whole, we were going to talk about the paranormal oh, yeah. and, and hallucinations and things. Have yes. you ever had those weird, like, black, shadowy figures in the corner of your eyes? Yeah. What do you reckon That's the end of my story. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think they are? Like, half the time I'm convinced I'm just, like, having problems with my eyes, and the other half nah. I'm like, no, that didn't feel right. Because <laughs> does, does your one look the same every time? Mate, it's a fucking black blur in the corner of my eye. Oh, no, mine, mine's got a fedora hat. <gasps> You're seeing the hat man. I'm seeing the hat man. Oh my god. No, I've never seen the hat man. Hat I just man, have like this trench coat, fedora hat, full outline, very like Inspector Gadget. Mate, you can keep him. He's fine though. Yeah, he, with you. <laughs> I mean, mind you, I was at a friend's house not long ago and we were playing board games. And um, it's two stories. And we're up on the second story. And I said, you know, I was talking you know, about the game, whatnot, and then I looked to the kitchen and I saw Hatman run across the room and out the window, fly out the window. Well, he doesn't really need to worry about the window. He's incorporeal. No, I know. <laughs> but I'd actually never seen him do that, like, before. I'd always <gasps> seen oh, him. You weren't meant to see him do that. Maybe not. And then, of course... Hatman, she didn't see you do that. <laughs> my friend was... She's got roommates, but uh, at the time they were all away, so she's going to be sitting in the house by herself that night. And she's like, why did you tell me that? And I said, he's cool. He's gone. <laughs> he's cool. He's gone. It's all right. He only came because I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you should have said. It's all right. He'll leave with me. <laughs> well, that's what I said. I brought him here and he'll go with me. It's fine. But apparently he was like, fuck you two are boring. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm jumping out the window. Um... Yeah, so I've seen Hatman and I have had the um, shadowy figures, yeah, in the peripherals as well. They don't really, they just look the same to me, but Hatman seems to be the same and See, just jumps around. Like he'll sort of dart between buildings, chairs. I don't know, kind of like a really weird version of hide and seek. I remember having that sort of thing when I was a kid. Do you remember? And I swear this is like a collective conscience, either daydream or just fucking blur through reality but do you ever remember as a kid riding in the back of your parents car yeah and like out the window you'd be like you'd have like one of them running along the side of the road or leaping from like pole to pole to pole yeah and like keeping up with the car yeah and like you just watch them do it yep yep there's so many people I know our age that have had that. I know. Like, is that just like, is that like the whole generation? Because there's this whole thing on the internet about it too. Mm. Like, what the fuck was that that we all did? Nobody spoke about it with you. It's like fucking passions again. Nobody oh spoke God. about it. No one spoke. But everyone had it. I wonder whether it was just some things as kids or preteens sort of that time, you know, uh, or teens, I guess, it's sort of in that sort of whole mind space um like you, there's just some things you you didn't talk about to each other you know like the, you you just sort of accepted that happening passions <laughs> i accepted that passions is a thing yes but you, you, some some things that you know kids have seen or not seen or you know yeah, and but it wasn't even limited to like australia no no like there's people overseas that have said that they've had it too in europe and in america mm. and all of that and south america and that and they're like yeah that's a thing and i'm like but 
Why? Why and how? Like, have we all just somehow managed to... Is that why there is such a massive shift between generations? Is that somehow we just all managed to be born in time for an entire freaking shift in energy or something? Consciousness. Yeah. Well, at Third Eyes alone, um, there's going to be a major shift very soon where a lot more people wake up. To what? Everyone, okay, this is something that I have. Like, I, you know I believe in all of this sort of stuff as well, and I'm a little bit more um, focused on my belief in regards to herb craft and and kitchen witchery and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it really hard to deal with, um, I can't go see psychics, can't go see mediums. I find it really I hard. I do. To, <laughs> I find it really hard to deal with them because, like, one of the girls at work won a psychic reading at the raffle recently, and she was really excited to go. Cool. And I was, and she's like, "I'm not going to tell them anything." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you don't have to tell them anything. You have social media. <laughs> Everyone has social media. Like, it's very easy to get a read these days." But I find it really hard to believe in those things because there's so many frauds. There is so many frauds, but I'll I'll guess on that. If you advertise, you're a fraud. Straight up, buttercup. If you're advertising in, like, Facebook ads and you've got, you know, stuff like community notice boards and whatnot, you're not real. But the ones that I've found to be the real deal are through word of mouth. Yeah, because it's like, I was, I, as I was saying to, to the girl at work who won it through the raffle, I'm like, technically you shouldn't need to book an appointment. She should know you're coming. She's a psychic. <laughs> ah, She's not a medium. She's not a medium. Like, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. more a medium, that means that you're talking to the other side. You're not psychic. You're not going to know what's happening around. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But like, if you're a psychic, mm-hmm. that's kind of what it implies, which is why that's the running joke. Yeah. But I don't know. There's a... I don't know how to explain it. Okay. I can... When I when Use I come across these... Words. Oh, <laughs> fight me. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I have those sort of shadows in the corner of my eyes, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's just a shadow. Yeah. And sometimes I have that shadow in the corner of my eye and it's like you get an energy feel off it. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, you're not happy. Mm. What's going on? Yeah. Or the big one that I've had recently is that it's like it's wary. Ah. Like it's it's watching and it's – but it's not waiting. Like it's not watching with malicious intent. It's just like really cautiously watching like what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And that freaks me out because I'm like – what are you waiting for? Mm. What is happening? Why are you doing that? But because I've because I've experienced that myself, I find it really hard to like go to a psychic and have them try and explain that shit away to me. Mm. I mean, I know I've never talked to psychics or mediums about the shadow people and that. That doesn't really come up, and I've never disclosed that I see that either. Um, it, it's more about until I barged into your life and was like, "Do you see these things too?" <laughs> Well, I think they're all valid questions, you know. Like, I think it's literally, yeah, people just waking up and becoming, it's like a level up. I think it's almost like a level back. Oh, do you think? Because it sort of looks like it's opening the veil. Yeah, I know, but I don't mean that that's a bad thing. Because if you think about it, it's almost like we've circled back to the fact that we're trying to get rid of the patriarchy. Yeah. Because that's done nothing but damage. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we devalue men. No. It just means that we want them to acknowledge our own value as well. Yes. Um, but the other thing is is that humans for the longest time were a matriarchal society because women bring life. Yeah. And that was what was considered important. Yeah. Right? 
you think about it, beer was a woman's drink way back. Yeah. Crohn's wasn't a bad thing. It meant a, like a, a purveyor of knowledge. Yeah. Witches were beer brewers. Yeah. The tall hat was to stand out in the crowd at the market. Mm-hmm. The cauldron was brewing the beer. Yeah. So I don't see it as a step, as, as like a step backwards in knowledge or anything like that. If anything, it's a, it's a step back into a time where that knowledge was more open and freely given. Yeah. And that, you know, um, we're coming back in line with ourselves and our planet. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's really important because you think about it. They still can't figure out so many of the ancient monuments and how they got built, mm-hmm. why they were built. They've just uncovered all of these new, fully complete temples to Hecate and Medusa. Yep. And Medusa, what she was, and she still is because that when that knowledge was uncovered again for the general masses, people have once, once again started using her as a... It's the cat. <laughs> I'm getting freaked out, man. People <laughs> have once again started using her as a rallying point for sexual assault survivors, which is what she was. Yeah. You know, because she was she was a temple priestess who was assaulted in the temple and she was given by some reports, because you know, I mean by some reports she was essentially turned into a gorgon to protect herself from it happening again. Yeah. And unfortunately, banana leaf just fell down. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> she, she was essentially turned into a gorgon to protect herself from it happening again. And she became a symbol of freedom from that sort of oppression. Mm. And then there's Hecate, who was, you know, goddess of magic and wisdom. Mm-hmm. And women flocked to her because she was also a strong warrior and protector. Yep. And this is the first time, I believe, that they've actually uncovered a temple dedicated to just her. So cool. So unbelievably cool. It's so amazing. I yeah. Love it. yeah. But like, I I think that being able to see those things is because our generation has had that shift. We're not interested, for the majority, yeah. in organised religion. No. Could care less. I don't... I have a huge beef with organised religion, and it's not in any one person's particular belief in the religion. It's in the organisation itself. Like the institution. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, it seems as a collective, the world, and you know, we'll we'll encapsulate everybody, but the world itself is becoming more open to other things beyond what we know. So, if you look at more alien talk and uncovering, uh, like declassifying documents from various military outlets. Um, outside of America. Outside of America, <laughs> yes. And North Korea. Yeah. And Russia. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, we'll, we'll encapsulate everybody, but not everyone. Like, it can't be everybody. But the the world is talking about things more that was so – it was a bit like you are a bit weird, you know, if you were like a pocket of people talking about – Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. You know, and what that looks like, and if you yeah, have a crazy person, you were the crazy alcoholic in town. Like, put a tinfoil hat on, mate, and on your bike, basically. Yeah. And but then, like, you now, have conspiracy theorists over a lot of stuff, and then they ended up being proven right about stuff. Absolutely. Not everything, because some conspiracies are literally just 
conspiracies that held no truth whatsoever. Um, but yeah, looking at the alien speak and the UFO sort of talk and how there's so many different people coming out at, that would never normally come out mm. and say anything have said, yes, they we have seen things, we have done things. See, the amount of pilots you know, and, and um, like captains on ships and that that have seen strange things in the middle of nowhere because, you know, that's where they operate. Yeah. That have to keep their mouths closed or lose their careers. Yeah. Is ridiculous. And I don't I don't think that that's right. They should be allowed to see what like talk about what they've seen. Same yeah. As, like truck drivers, oh my god, my brother has a huge issue with certain areas of Australia. And mm. not with it's nothing with like the towns themselves, but truck drivers have their own like myths and legends and ethos and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a place um called the Pilbara. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I think you'd really like it because there's a place up there that is the Pilbara Pottery and you can actually go out and stay there and they sell all the pottery. That um, plate on the other side of that cabinet there with the birds on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from the Pilbara and then that rock stone up there with the Aboriginal art on it. Beautiful. That was from, um, I think they got that one up near Catherine. Oh, cool. From a local Aboriginal artist. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Indigenous artist. So. Yeah, cool. And it's an actual piece of Northern Territory rock yep. that he's put art on. Yeah. Beautiful. It's, it's absolutely stunning. Both of them are stunning. But my brother won't go to the Pilbara. Has he been to the Pilbara? The, the drivers drive straight through. They don't stop. Oh, oh okay. So he's never been like, been, been, like, stopped. He's had to drive it. They will not stop. Oh, okay. Tell me the reason. The Pilbara Princess. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a whole legend that they have. Hang on, I'll is see it, if I can find it. Is it like a ghostly? Yeah, it's a ghost legend. Okay. Because um, yeah, you hear of different spots that that are you know become either myths, legends, or you know ghost stories in particular townships or places right across the world um, of different stories, and then. You sort of think, well, the more people keep talking about it, that must hold some truth. You know, um, there's haunted houses um, that hold either energies or the fact that you can actually see apparitions or um, have energy spots, so hot or cold spots in the house where the energy filters to. Um, So... I just yeah. my absolute favorite is that everyone there's there's two different versions of the Pilgrim Princess right the Pilgrim Princess, and that's um they have the version that is Gina Reinhardt that's the one that's spoken about in the media you know yeah. she's a right princess sure sure but then you have this one oh what is my computer doing there we go um which is supposedly an Aboriginal woman that used to be seen traveling on the Newell Highway between Narrabri and Coonabarabran in New South Wales she was often seen hitchhiking between the towns and getting lifts with truckies. Right. Hence why they will no longer stop. She was often, um, she was the only Aboriginal person ever seen in the Pilgra as a, as the Aboriginals believed it was an evil land where bad spirits lived. She did this for many years and no one quite knew who she was, but she was famous for traveling the highway. One night in 1993, she was hit and killed by a truck who saw her too late wandering across the road. Legend has it that ever since her ghost has reportedly been seen by many people traveling the highway, pushing her shopping trolley as she used to do. To this day, truckers say they continue seeing her with her trolley at night across the highway. Ooh, okay. They will not stop. He will not stop. 
he said it before because his wife wants to go up to that pottery place sure and she's she's like we'll go it's really nice your parents have been and he's like no okay no and she's like oh come on and he's like you do not stop on the pilgrim mm-hmm 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 i'm scared <laughs> i don't want to go now <laughs> Well, <laughs> mum and dad went and they spent quite a few days there and there was no problem. And it was fine. And, I mean, you're going to be in a car, not a truck. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. Um, but the, the, the amount of change even in people having different conversations around paranormal activity, ghosts. Yeah, people are so much more open about it now. Like, it used to be so, like a, um, a very niche subject. You were very careful about who you spoke about it to. Yeah. Especially our beliefs. Because, like, you're you're a bit like me in your, yep. in your own personal beliefs. And yeah. it's like, I would never have said it before. No. And, I mean, I find even um, witchy stuff. So, um, spells, um, you know, whether it be, like, environmental magic or kitchen magic or herbs wellness herbs garden magic magic. i do i i prefer a lot of the sort of the kitchen work and the garden work yeah yeah and i mean so it's becoming more and more common to find a lot more people that are keen have a keen interest in this area and have been practicing or wanting to practice i'm wondering if this is because of the internet though like because it's allowed us to have more of a global collaboration on things you don't have to go hunting out those two other people in town that believe in the same thing as you. True. You can now just sort of go your community group. Yeah, you've got a group. You can yeah. you can talk to them once. And I think that it's even allowed like certain covens and groups to grow because people that are interested in it can look into who they are first. True. You're not stumbling upon them in the middle of the night. Naked dancing around a fire. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, but it just seems the language and what's being talked about has definitely shifted, even in the way of alternative medicines. And I speak to alternative medicines like acupuncture, sound healing, yoga. Yeah, there's certain. I'm, know, I'm still really careful with that sort of stuff because there's certain things that I do and don't. And as someone with a chronic belief, like chronic, chronic like, belief. Oh yeah, you've got a chronic belief. I do. I have a chronic belief. Wow. I'm in pain. <laughs> um, I, because I have a chronic disease. I. have feel like there's certain things yeah. that people try and take advantage of that for. Sure. Including like financially. Because of the amount of people that try and take advantage of you because you have a chronic illness. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but this thing will help you. And it's like, uh, snake oil. That's what that is. That's snake oil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the amount of them. I see my doctor. Yeah. I take my medicine. Yeah. I take my vitamins. I go see my massage therapist. Mm-hmm. All of that sort of stuff. I, I will never... Just straight up poo poo stuff, and was like absolutely for sure think that it is a load of shit. Yeah, and there is a bunch of it that came out with the um, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Absolute shit ton of it that came out with the coronavirus. They were taking horse shit, like mm-hmm. like the um, the horse medicine, and then they're like standing up on national TV and being like, "Well, maybe you shouldn't knock it till you try it." Do you know why it's only registered for horses? It's because it's been trialed for all of this shit and it kills people. Yeah. It it renders men sterile. Yeah. So all I can say to that is that if you were stupid enough to take it, then that's, that's your consequence. freaking Darwinism. Yeah. Um, I really hope that no children were forced to take it, but they probably were. Yeah. So that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was that whole bleach thing. Oh, man. 
Let's I don't want to put chemi- I don't want to I don't want to put name. chemicals into my body because they're so bad. But this is this stuff is really good. Yeah, that's another name for bleach. Yeah. Holy crap. We're not talking about the president that starts with the letter T. I don't even need to. There was a bunch of freaking missionaries who were selling it in America in not America in Africa. Yeah. American missionaries who were selling it in Africa as a cure to I think it was meant to be cure oh to AIDS. Oh god. Yep. It's bleach. You were just killing people. Go away. Yeah. Crawl in a hole and die. Yeah. So definitely conversations are changing and people seem to be, I guess, if you want to nut it down, less closed and more open. I think it depends on the generation too. I think that's sure. like, like your generation, our generation. I was going to say, say wow. good God. <laughs> you just made it sound like I'm so much older than you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your generation and my generation. Rude. <laughs> our generation. Like, our generation. Even a lot of, like, the generation before us, mm. Gen X and that. Yeah. And a hell of a lot of the generations after us are far more open to that sort of conversation. Yeah. Than the generation before that. Yep. So, like, you have members of that generation that are open to it, but it's still very much not a thing that's spoken about. And the generation above that again yeah no 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 we don't talk about that stuff Mm -hmm. and even if they've had those experiences we don't talk about that stuff and i think that's really sad because you know you think about the amount of people in even one generation you know prior to say our parents generation that have potentially passed away with these unbelievable stories you know about ghosts UFOs, aliens, you name it. All that other sort of paranormal world. And it's just gone with them to the grave. They may have written it down. Yeah. And might have. Might have. And yeah. it, but it also comes from um, where they were living too. Because I've noticed that a lot of people living in rural areas have always been more open to it. Yeah. As opposed to people that live in more built up suburban or, or city areas. Yeah. They don't want to talk about it really very much at all. Probably because the peer pressure is much higher. Yep. There's more around to do that. But I don't know. There's something about being in an area where it's far more easy to be anonymous that just makes me want to be a little bit more crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, you're not going to remember me in two days, so why don't I just be myself? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I just wonder whether the highly populated areas aren't targets for encounters because it's so populated like if you you hear so much more about them in rural in rural like i sort of feel like it's easier to in their thinking maybe that you can quickly dart away and maybe one or two people have seen you compared to say a thousand people a million people have seen the thing depending on what depending what the thing was but yeah like but if we've as a collective seen the figures the dark figures hopping from lamppost to lamppost in the back of our parents' cars. What the hell was what that? What the hell was that? Was that a veil opening and that was demons? But wouldn't they have wanted to be a little bit closer? And why was it an entire generation? They never did anything malicious. I've never heard of anyone saying that they had a bad experience. I don't just think that they were watching it. They weren't coming close to the car. I no. never saw them come, like, to the window or anything. No, they never They never even came past that, like, that sideline where the gun yeah, was. Yeah, nah. no. It was like... Like just they just so almost, just around. They were just like running alongside the car. Yeah, and then they'd like if there was nowhere for them to run, they'd jump up on the light poles and go post to post to post. It's just 
Yeah, it's we. I find it really weird that an entire generation had that. Hmm. Or almost an entire generation had. Do the generation below us have that? Like, like the ones that have come after us? Do yeah. they have that? Is that something that we need to talk to the kids about? Because then, have you seen a dark, shadowy figure jumping light post to light post as we're driving in the car? Comment. Tell us, tell us us right now. Please ask your children. I want to know if this is still a thing. But I just wonder too, you know, the the whole thing of there's something scary under my bed or there's something scary in my wardrobe. I didn't have that. I didn't have that either. But my whole thing was that, and I found this years later. Mm. My parents had in my bedroom um, the sliding wardrobe doors yep 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 yep. and they did mirrored ones oh no i never slept well in that room and i i I will admit i have sleeping issues to begin with yeah but mirrors up now i never slept well and when we moved from the house that had those into the rental that we had prior to the house they're in now yeah i had old school cupboard doors that just pushed closed so there was no mirror on them yep and i slept like a baby not a problem isn't that interesting and so when they were doing the house that they're in now, and I was still like 12 or 13, they said, do you want the mirrored doors again? And I was like, no, 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 don't want any mirrors in my room. I have never, I've not had any mirrors in my bedroom and I've only had like a bathroom mirror in my house mm. ever since. I have one pretty skinny mirror inside my wardrobe. Yeah, so you can on close one it. door, so I close it inwards. It does, it's not on the outside, and the rest of the mirrors, yeah, are like bathroom. Oh, actually, it's just bathroom. That's it. There's no other mirrors in the house. Yeah. No. I don't. I'm not. I don't like mirrors. I did that. That whole. I did a lot of reading a few years ago about like, um, mirrorverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. Something about it freaked me out. But the I think the lasting impact of not being able to sleep in that room because every time you sort of woke up. And you looked around. It was like your room was infinitely larger. Yeah. And there was so much more scary crap to see. Yep. When you're a drowsy, half-asleep child. Yep. And I think that's just stuck in my head. And I'm like, I don't want to see that. I have enough issues with the fucking shadows in the room that I already had. Yeah. So I was, don't like that. Don't want that. That can. I don't want mirrors in my room. Well, I mean, there's a lot of talk too about wardrobes being portals more often than not. So... For example, last night, I would normally shut my, it's a double wardrobe, so just doors, solid doors, and I'd normally shut them. But yeah. they were ajar, both of them were ajar, so there's a, a bit like of a sliver darkness. of dark. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I can tell you that much, I had a really bad nightmare last night. I tossed and turned. I did not sleep well. No, I always make sure my, my wardrobe is fully shut before yeah. I bed. I can't. That is normal for me. I don't know why I left it. It's, it's such a stupid move. But anyway, it just shows you that when they're closed, that's all good. We're all, but I don't know whether something's come in to shake things up and potentially do sleep paralysis or, you know, give me nightmares, stand at the foot of my bed. Um, I have this thing where when I, I, I don't like sleeping under open, like I don't like sleeping under windows. No, I don't either. And I had... It was a huge thing for me at my last house. I didn't have the bed under the window, but because my backyard was so private, I um I only had light curtains up mm. for a long time, and I had to go get heavier drapes that I could close at night. Because even though my backyard was completely private, mm-hmm. and I could tell that no one had been wandering around my backyard because, like, I mowed my grass every two weeks, and in summer in Australia, especially in Queensland, like, it got quite 
long life. Oh, yeah. So you would be able to see if someone was walking through your grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, there was no one there. There would never no. be any movements there. No. And it always felt like I was being watched through the window. Yep. Like, and I just couldn't sleep. And, like, I'd look out and there'd be, like, big blurry shadows. And I was like, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Yeah. I understand that. Um, there's definitely, yeah, the, the odd, odd time that I leave my wardrobe door, door or doors slightly open, bad shit seems to happen. And it, no, nothing, I'm not hurt, so please don't, like, not to the, that point. I know, it's but just like, it's, you have a really restless night. It's really... a really restless night. And I mean, the last, the time before, last night, um, so I woke, well, I was asleep and I was having a nightmare and then within the nightmare I heard scratching in my nightmare. So like, um, nails, like just scratching like along, um, yep, something like that. Or like someone filing their nail really slowly. It's just a really odd, scary sound. That wasn't the cat? No, cat wasn't in my room. Hmm. Um, I like blaming him for anything. I know, I know. Um, so the thing about having a cat is that demons are far less scary when you can just blame them on being the cat. Absolutely. Um, but it turned out that this was, there was definitely something standing at the foot of my bed looking at me because mm-hmm. my wardrobe was open. So like you went to bed and it was a sliver and then when you got up it was like open? Open, open. Oh, God. Yeah. And I was paralyzed. Like I couldn't move. And I had sweated so much, like my mattress itself was soaked. So like the sheets, like the doona, the mattress, like paralyzed from fear, I'm guessing, because I I wanted to get away, get get up, turn the light, like put light on. That was like my main goal. And I managed to scream out mum because I live with my mum and I managed to get and she got up and she turned lights on, like obviously in the hall and everything. And she's like, what's, what's wrong? And of course I sprung up and it, it really felt like someone was watching me just filing their nail or scratching, like scratching down walls or something. But the, it was really strange because I've got specific crystals in my room for protection. I've done a Maybe that's spells. why they couldn't get any closer. I'm thinking so because I've got the four in the four corners. So do you need to do a cleansing? Well, what I did was I got up, I burnt some sage and I did some spell work to for protection. And I also um, got like a, you know, a flannel or a cloth or whatever you want to call it. And I just kind of wiped, like I should have had a shower because it's more cleansing, you know, to get rid of any bad juju. But I was that exhausted from the whole experience from one sweating out what seemed like litres and litres of sweat, Um, (laughs) you know, and I just couldn't fathom a shower, you know, at that time. And again, it was three o'clock in the morning that this happened. So very strange. the last time that we recorded? Yeah. Is that what happened that time is because you were really tired and you just yeah. wanted to. Yeah. 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 And it still hasn't left me because it was so freaky. So freaky. So freaky. And it was menacing, whatever that thing was at the end of my bed. It wasn't nice. No. Like, whether it was just watching me or not, it doesn't matter. Like, it was blah. Like, mm. I didn't want, you know, it was hell hot too. You know, I had all the covers on me. Try, you know, you, th- you sort of think when you're a kid, if you pull the covers up, nothing will get you. You know, you've got that sort of like, if I keep pulling it up to, over, over your head. Me. They can't see me. I'm I not here. See them. It's fine. I'm it's not here. It's fine. I'm not here. Um, so I think that's part of it too. And probably why it was so freaking hot was one, I had too many covers on me, but I was also paralyzed from fear, thinking it was going to 
whatever it was is going to get me or I'm not sure. But yeah. I think I've been lucky in regards to that stuff. Like I've never had anything quite that menacing. Mm. I think I'm, I'm fairly certain that my last house was haunted. I don't know who by. I sort of, I, I was saying to, to the driver at work the other day. Yeah. That like when I first moved in, it was a little bit creepy, a little bit um, uncomfortable, especially after dark. Yeah. I, for the first sort of couple of weeks I lived there, I slept on the couch with all the lights on because, like, the hallway just got this really sort ah. of um, menacing aura okay. after dark. And I was like, well, I don't want to go down there. So I, like, didn't go to bed. Yep. I stayed where it felt safe. Was your couch comfortable? Or comfortable enough to sleep? Mm, I mean, you got some sleep. Okay. <laughs> but eventually, like, I just got sick of it after a while. And I think I just sat down. I got the protection circle. Yeah. And I just sort of sat there and I went, right, we need to have a talk. Yeah. Because I've got nowhere to go. And obviously you've got nowhere to go. Yeah. So we need to set some ground rules. And I felt like, like I'm talking to this spirit, entity, ghost, whatever it yeah. was. Energy. Yeah. Like it was a child. Well, that's what I was going to say. We need to set some ground rules. Yeah. You need to stop being a dick. This is... This is what's going to happen. But, like, stuff had been going missing, like, stuff that, that just normally lived on top of the counter. Yeah. Like, it, it, it had been going missing. Like, no. keys would go, like, be moved around and that. And I was like, this isn't funny, dude. Nah. Like, I've got nowhere to go. You've got nowhere to go. Why can't we just get along, you know? And I think the only thing that gave me, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but what gave me so much confidence to do that was fucking Cordelia from Angel. Nice. <laughs> Somehow it's going to return to the Buffy Angel universe. I always just like, she, head, like, she had that Buffy really do? nasty one. Yeah. Except mine was what did what did Cadelia do? <laughs> I didn't, luckily, I didn't have to go to the same lengths. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was like the energy shifted in the house after that. Yeah. And I could sort of go to bed at night and everything like that. And like you're co- coexisting. Yeah. Yeah. It was much nicer. I was like, you know, I'm not here to hurt you. I don't want to be hurt by you. Mm. Surely there's something that we can do. And it's like, I know I never got a tangible response. Yeah. But the energy shifted in the house. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. But the, when I moved in, there was a lot of weird things about that house when I moved in. Yeah. A lot of things that I did my best to put right before I left. Yeah. The house hadn't been looked after. It had been a rental. It had been a housing commission. It had been all these things in its life. It had never actually been lived in by its owner. Okay. And I think that led to a lot of people abusing the house itself, like just not caring and neglecting and all the rest of it. There were so many tap problems and water problems and it was a nightmare. But the thing that always stuck out to me when I moved in and when the house was being sold to me by the real estate agent, who I later found out was the owner of the property. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, The spare bedroom at the front of the house had a lock on it. Now, I wouldn't say normally that that was strange because people should be allowed to lock their homes, like, lock their rooms if they're sharing. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the lock was on the outside to lock someone in. It was a chain lock. Okay. You know, like, like the sliding chain already. Lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was still fully there when I moved in. I don't, I don't know why. Nothing was ever explained. There was, the door was in, like, a little bit of a niche inside the room, so there was enough leverage and you could see where someone had had their foot on the wall and tried to pull the door open. Right. Because all the plaster had been damaged. Yeah. So I think that was still relatively fresh. Yeah. But it was just strange. And the the catch matched the colour of the handles, so I think it was put in when the house was built in the 80s. 
Oh, right. Mm. Okay. And it just, yeah, yeah, it was just really fucking weird. Mm. So the first thing I did was take that off. Yep. So I was like, fucking hell, man, what the hell? Mm. So I took that off. I got um, the wall fixed up and we repainted the room and that, and it looked like it had never been there because obviously I patched up the holes on the door frame yep. and all of that was painted up. Yeah. And I think that was about the time that the shift happened. Like, okay, yeah. maybe maybe whatever that energy was was because of that whole situation in the house. Yeah. And when I removed the lock and patched up the damage and that, it, it was almost like a bit of a healing for the house. Like, okay, well, she's not going to do this same angry, vicious is. thing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that really had anything to do with it, but that's about the time where I felt the energy shift in the house. And that was about the time that I also sat down and was like, come on, man, we yeah. don't need to argue. No. No. You don't need to be nasty to each other. You don't need to keep nicking off with my shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's the thing, you know, and there's, there's so many different encounters that people have like that, that sometimes people put down to, oh, it's just me being absent-minded, you know, with, especially if things are going missing, and you go, I'll put it, I'll put it here. Oh, and I'm yeah. a messy person to begin with, so it's it's very likely for me to do that, but there's certain things that I have a routine for, yeah. and those were the things that were moving. Yeah, which is very interesting. Um, I find it interesting too that some things that start off as um, made up really take hold. I think that's that's told what things that have enough energy put into them become real. Yeah, like Slender Man. Oh. <laughs> Fucking horrid. Yeah, horrid. Absolutely oh, the horrid. Rake. Yep, the rake is another one. Yep, absolutely horrid. But even even sometimes it's just like that whole feeling that I had with the house. My whole thing about it was the fact that I didn't want to put too much energy into the negative. Yeah. I had a neighbour diagonally across the road from me. I'd gone to high school with her. She had a young son. Single mum. And she knew that I was into all that sort of stuff. It wasn't something that she was very much into, but she knew that I was into all that sort of stuff. It's pretty hard to miss in my house when I'm you know, decorating my own home, it's pretty hard to miss. Yeah. I've got I've got the um triquetro and the protection bells, which yeah. is bells above the doors. I've yep. got um all the appropriate items. Uh, yeah, I've got the the protection I put um <coughs> pardon me. I've got the rock by the window to stop any bad stuff coming in, all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty hard to stop. But the way that my front entry was done was as there was this tiny little foyer section. So it's like just big enough for someone to stand in and it's a little tiled area for you yeah. to take your shoes off. So it's like the front door, this little tiled area, and then an archway into the living room. Yeah. Tiny little area, just enough space for you to take your shoes off. Yeah. She came over to me one night and she said, something's wrong in the house. Don't know what it is. My son won't settle in his room. It feels really bad in there. Can you please come and have a look? Yeah. I went over and I had a look and I went home and I picked up the sage and that. Yeah. Now she's um, Jehovah's Witness? Yep. Something like that. So I know it was bad for her to reach out to me because she doesn't believe in what I believe in. Yeah. So she said, how does this work? Do you have to do something? And I said, no. I said, look, I will sage the room and do what I need to do. You can recite your prayer. Yeah, like that'll that'll yeah. be fine. Just something to bless the room and to change the energy and that. And we did it through the whole house because that's what she wanted to do. Um, but we got interrupted in her son's room where it was the worst, and we okay. couldn't finish it. Interrupted now? Like what? What do you mean? Um, one of her neighbors came around, and he wouldn't go. 
He would go. He wouldn't go. I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you now. It's urgent. Like, I need to. It was just really weird. And I was like, that doesn't feel right either. But she knew him. She felt safe with him. So I was oh, like, okay. okay. So. Oh, how bizarre. Yeah. So okay. we didn't get we didn't get to finish, which worried me because when you start those things, you really need to finish them. <laughs> finish it. Yeah. And I was like, mate, that's not good. We need to finish it. And she's like, no, no, no. We'll do it tomorrow night. It'll be fine. And I'm like, oh, don't know. Really need to finish it. She came over to me the next night in tears and she said, can we finish it now? Jesus. Okay. It's gotten worse. And I'm like, yeah, because we couldn't finish it. Yeah. you've asked. Yeah. Okay. When, when she came in, I said, well, um, don't bring any, just, I don't know. There was, it, it felt like there was a bad energy clinging to her. Yeah. And I said, well, your bad energy isn't invited in. So, so that can go away. And all of my protection bells started spinning. And just losing their shit. Yeah. And that entry foyer where she was standing got yeah. really fucking cold. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, what is in your house? Yeah. Like, holy shit balls, man. Yeah. If so it, I went and got everything. Happened, and I'm like, if yeah. we get interrupted this time, they can scream the fucking street down. We finish this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get out of my fucking house too. Yeah. And Jeez. so, like... To the energy, like, get out of my house. You're yeah. not welcome here. You're not invited in. You are not in any way uh-uh. to be in my property. No. So <laughs> we're back over. We finished it. Her son refused to be in that room anymore. He moved into the other room next door. Yeah. Because he's, he's like, no, 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 uh-uh. She said it did get better after we finally finished it because we, you know, had to redo it mm. all again. And she's like, it did get a lot better. Wow. But I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what was in your house, but it was not nice. Did you feel anything in the house when you're going around doing your stuff? Only really in that room where her son had been. It was like that whole room had a really bad vibe to it. So it wasn't the son then? No. Okay. I don't I don't know if it had like clung to him because he was so young and so vulnerable. Yeah. And it was like hoping for a path in with him. Maybe, yeah. But like I don't think like it wasn't following the son to the other room once we did the did oh, the cleansing. That's good. Yeah. Once we did the cleansing, the kid moved to the other room. But that room was still, like, the darkest room in the house. and pretty, Like, visually dark? Yeah. Yeah. It was still, like, the darkest room in the house, which always sat wrong with me because it was the house that faced the east. Yeah, right. So I should have gotten all of the morning sun. Mm, something, something happened. Yeah, it was just something weird with that one. Yeah. I think it was only a year or two after that that she sort of moved out. Okay. But. Did she say what happened? Like, what was sort of good? What did she tell you like what was going on in the sense of like the house or it was just a bad yeah. feeling it was a bad feeling but her son had started waking up with like scratches oh jesus yeah like scratches and he was just always nightmares, sort of probably yeah nightmares and so he wasn't sleeping properly so he was really grumpy through the day because he yeah. was you know young yeah and she couldn't put him down for a nap in his room he'd cry and cry and cry he wouldn't go to sleep in his room anymore yeah so she started taking him out of his room and just sleeping in bed with her which she didn't like because she wanted him to be able to be independent on his sleep sure yeah so uh yeah that was a big part of it jeez for your witch's bells to be spinning oh yeah spinning like it was a full yeah, that's some heavy, heavy duty shit. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was just like, okay, that shit can leave my house right now. That is not coming in. No way, Jose. Don't no, even went, think about attaching to anything. No, I went home and I did another cleansing because I was like, uh, 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 uh. No. I don't want to. That, that is not invited in my home. I am not allowing that to take hold of me. Mm. So, but isn't it interesting for someone that? 
like you say, Jehovah's Witness or some some denomination of a religion that didn't believe what you believed but needed to turn to what you believed to help. She'd even had a priest out. She said it just made it worse. It would have made it worse. Has no one learnt? Has no one learnt from anything that priests don't really make things better? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... But you, you know, when they when they're doing that sort of stuff, they're essentially following the same things that we would do when we do a cleansing. Yeah, they like to pretend that they're not, but they are. They are absolutely. Um, you, you swing incense in the air and you chant a chant and you and you chant a cleansing hymn. Like, yeah, that's called a spell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so her intuition, which that's probably where I was going with that, her intuition told her. Something's not right with this house. It is unexplainable. Go to the crazy witch lady across the road. Yeah. <laughs> Seek out a witch or a spiritual person, if, if you don't want to call yourself a witch, spiritual person, um, that can help. Yeah. Um, because you even think about, uh, like, my mum, she has int- good intuition. Um, she's in no way at a level that you and me are at with witchy stuff or spirituality or anything like that. Um but when she was initially house hunting in New Zealand, when um, her and dad got together, um, she'd go to houses and go, I don't like this one. And she'd beat the doorstep. I don't like it. No, moving on. And dad, and dad would be like, what do you mean? We haven't even gone in. No, I don't like it. I don't like the feeling of it. I don't like that room. You know, so for people to go, yeah, you no, find no, out no. later someone's been murdered in that room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, or or whatever the hell it is. You know, it might be possessed. It might have um, just nasty demons. It might, like that's yeah. the that was the whole thing because like one of the girls at work, you know, pint sized pocket rocket at work. Mm-hmm. She asked me if anything like violent had happened in the house, and I said, "Well, I've got no, well, I've got no yeah. ability to say that." I said, "I know that someone has been in that room and been trying to get out, and that door's been locked because I could see the damage." Yeah, I said, "But I don't know the circumstances around it. I don't know if and it was a child you know? that had." Those those um, mental impairments that meant that they lost their shit like that and could be dangerous and needed to be in a room like that. I don't know any of the backstory. No. I only know the impact it had on the energy of the home. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't think it was a ghost in the typical sense of someone has died in this place and now they're haunting it. I think it was more of an energy manifestation. Yeah, and the I know house. That, yeah, and I, yeah, and yeah. I know that a lot of people with those sort of things tend to lead towards poltergeist, but that's not necessarily no. correct. That's no. if there's so much bad energy that it takes on its own form. Absolutely. And they tend to actually chase a person, not a property. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's the thing. Um, so there's people that go, oh, no, you know, I don't believe in any of that woo-woo stuff. <laughs> but at very basic level, everyone's got gut feeling. If you don't want to call it intuition, they've got gut feelings. Yeah. So you can go, ooh, I don't like the alleyway. That yeah. does not look good to me. I'm not going to go down there. That's your gut. That's your intuition telling you not to go down there. Yeah. That's where bad things happen. That's where, whatever it is, yeah. you know, like, or, um, you know, if you're in a house and you feel like there's, you know, that's that room, the whole house, mm-hmm. you know, there's even on the street, you know, when you're a kid and you're riding a bike around and that, you, there'd be always one house in your neighborhood that was not good. Yeah. You rode past it. You, you rode like, like mm-hmm. the clappers past it. You would not stop. And for, as a collective kid, uh, like group, you know, on bikes or walking or whatever, back and forth from the shops, you would speed past that place. 
And whether or not there was lots of legends around it or myths or, you know, like hyped up stories, you still got or not just a great suburbs and everyone was like, cranky old Dave lives there. Don't fuck him off. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't pose a very bright, like it's always quite dark, you know, lots of trees, very sort of, <laughs> but not possessed. Um, no, by any sort of entity. Um, I have a feeling that if Amy and I ever had houses next to each other, it'd be like those two Victorian homes from San Francisco. Hers would be very pastel and purple and pink and yeah, yeah, very yeah. cute and <laughs> gorgeous. And then mine would just be blah. <laughs> I feel like you're very Adam's family and I am. Yeah. What am I? I don't know what the equivalent of that is. What's you're Enid to Wednesday. Okay. You are, you are Enid to my Wednesday. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's so much that people are either unaware of that is actually real mm-hmm. that they don't, I don't know, I guess, associate with paranormal or witch or magic or whatever, but they talk about it so flippantly, like intuition. Oh, my intuition told me, or I don't know, I got a funny feeling the other day something wasn't quite right or but that, um, I saw of, something out of the corner of my eye, you know, so yeah, but yeah. that all sort of goes back to that whole thing we were talking about at the beginning where we were talking, where we were saying like maybe there's been an entire generational shift because we've seen these things and we talk about these things. Yeah. But also we aren't letting elders at a church or, or people further up a, a a line of organization tell us what we need to believe in. Yeah, no dingus can tell me. Yeah. So that that was one thing I had I actually got into a bit of a beef when I was still in high school with this girl whose parents were ultra religious. Mm-hmm. And like I don't That's pretty religious. Yeah, they were ultra Ultra. Religious. Ultra religious. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So she couldn't get over the fact that I'd never stepped foot inside a church. Really? At that stage. I like, she's mind-blowing. Yeah, she was mind-blowing. I was, like, wow. 15 or 16. I had never stepped foot inside a church. Dare you. I know, right? She was really offended by it. And I was like, why are you offended? What does it have to do with you? How dare she's you? like, but how are you supposed to learn Christ's teachings? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was, she was ultra, ultra offended at the fact that I had never stepped foot in a church. And I was like, I don't understand what your problem is. I said, like, you're not responsible for my religious teachings. You're not responsible for my soul. Or your ending. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happens oh my to God. you. And, yeah, I sort of had to... But a lot of the, spaces... The teacher had to break us up because she just kept getting in my face over it. And I'm like, dude, you are... We are teenagers. Back it the fuck up. What? She's going to be offended a lot of her life. Then. Yeah. I think she would have been if she hadn't grown up after that. But... It, it, to me, it was never a huge thing. You believe in what you believe in. Yeah. You practice how you practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether that is you are, you know, um, Orthodox, Jewish, or Catholic, or Presbyterian, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you go to church or whatever. Yeah. You do what you need to for you to be comfortable in your belief and practice how you feel you need to practice. Yeah. My issue with organized religion has always been with the organization yeah not with the belief itself yeah but my parents weren't practicing my father's church of england non-practicing mm-hmm. is that is what he grew up as he grew up as church of england he went to sunday school he did all of that sort of stuff he finds no 
um, values use, value in yeah. being a functioning member of the church because to him mm. he feels again the same sort of thing that I feel is that the church takes advantage of its parishioners more than it gives its parishioners mm. any advantage. And so he just didn't see the point in going to church. That doesn't mean he doesn't believe. It just mm. means that he doesn't believe in the institution holding those beliefs. Yeah. Right? Correct. And then my mum's just straight up, up and up, agnostic. Yep. She doesn't care. Yep. She, she said, I'll figure it out when it happens. When I get there, it'll be fine. Yep. I'm not, she's never done anything that would be considered against any of the commandments outside of not want someone to tell her what to believe. Mm. And so she made sure that my brother and I went through religious education. You know, we were given our freedom to go see how other religions practiced. Mm -hmm. We did um, Buddhist temple temple tours. We did, I think we've been to a mosque and seen how all of that worked. We've, um, oh, what was that? There was that temple. There was a temple that we went to out near Chinatown somewhere. Yeah, in towards the city. Oh. And we had the tea ceremony and everything. I think that was one of the Buddhist temples, maybe. Okay. But, we, you know, she wanted us to have a bit of a varied... Approach. Yeah, she wanted mm. us to have a bit of a varied education in regards to that sort of stuff because yeah. she thinks that the best way for people to understand other people's positions in regard to religion is to have an understanding of the religion itself. Mm-hmm. And so she wanted us to have a religious education, not just a Christian education. Yeah. And that was her big thing. She said, it's not religious education. They're not teaching you other religions. Yeah. It's a Christian education. And that's where she felt it was wrong. Yeah. So that's what she did. Just indoctrinating a whole bunch of... It was. And then I got kicked out anyway because I was asking too many questions. That's mum. Mum asked too many questions. (laughs) Well, you know what? Don't follow the story about how Jesus flipped all the tables in the temple with don't forget to tithe. Yeah. And then expect the fucking seven-year-old at the front to go, but you told us that he flipped those tables. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so oh, that was the best. But that was our whole thing. When I started getting into, like, um, researching Wicca and paganism and all of that sort of stuff, yeah. she got me those books too. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's a valid religion. Yeah. It's like any other religion. It's like, like Jedi. believe in Jedi. Yeah. Jedi. And I think, you know, looking at the census, you know, I think we had that, what, <laughs> two so years ago? Jedis now. <laughs> years ago then oh look for the people playing at home it was recent the most recent census that happened um they went on and on and on how many people were identifying as jedis yeah but the the one that they neglected was how many people are no longer um identifying as christian yeah and how much the number of people that identify as wiccan pagan and or other yep have increased yep absolutely they're really quite worried about it Mm. Um, and I don't know who they are. And the Satanists. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Satan church. I love the Satanic church, especially the work that it's doing in America. Like, when you actually look at what it is, yeah, it's not what, what, it's not what it a lot of people think it is. It is, yeah. it is a wonderful institution that is essentially wielding political clout via religion yeah. in response to people wielding political clout via religion. Yeah, it's just, it's its own answer. Yeah, they, yeah. they essentially only named themselves the Satanic Church. Yeah. Because of Christians. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a little clap back at them. It was. Um, but yeah, it's um, beyond all the other statistics that come out of the census, the, the powers that be, whoever the powers that be are, 
are very concerned that a lot of people aren't practicing any sort of religion anymore and moving away from the traditional Christian, Catholic... The powers you know, that be being the powers of the church because our uh, powers of government are not supposed to have anything to do with the church. I'm talking to you, ScoMo. Fucking That's the first and last night time we ever say that freaking man's name. It is not. We've already said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it may be the last, but probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the thing. And it's interesting... I guess I've said it a billion times a billion different ways in this episode, but the time and people are shifting. They're shifting in all sorts of different ways. It's not the one way for one shoe fits all anymore. It's like definite varying degrees and varying processes. are changing for entire people. And the the fun, I think the the one that I've seen the most, um, watching that door slowly swing itself shut in the breeze. If we scream, it slammed itself shut. <laughs> um, it's not the right <coughs> or slender man or anything. No, it's just the wind. Um, the thing that I've, <laughs> the, the theory that I've heard the most, especially with the last few years being so disastrous for so many people, and like Australia is bracing itself for another few years of Shit. disaster because yeah. now that we, we've swung to the other end of the weather spectrum and we're going to have another massive dry season, it's going to yeah. be bad for fires and that. Yep. Hottest um, September ever. But there, there was a theory that came out. That you remember the, the collider, the Super Hadron Collider? Mm. They're saying that everything started to go wrong when they swung those two atoms at each other. Uh-oh. And they're thinking that maybe it was... <laughs> apparently there was something that had gotten into the line or something, like a, an animal or something. Oh, no. And so there's this whole theory that's come out saying that maybe what needs to happen is that they do that again and flip us back onto the right track. Interesting. That maybe we've like shifted over and that's why we have so many Mandela effects. Well, I mean, it's worth a shot, isn't it? Because it's that whole thing if a butterfly flaps its wings, it causes a typhoon on the other side of the world. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Worth a try. I'm up for anything, to be honest. Yeah, well, there was all those people that were coming out saying that we're all going to die when they do that because it will open a supermassive black hole in the middle of freaking... Where is it? Switzerland? Where's the Super Hadron Collider? I want to say it is somewhere around there. Uh, Tash is just Googling really quickly to double-check whether the correct facts. I never have the correct facts. <laughs> Switzerland, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, look. But they're, look, they're looking at building an even larger one. Really? Yeah. They're looking at building an even larger one. So it's it's currently consists of twenty seven kilometer rings. Okay. So and they're looking at building an even bigger one. Oh my god. So the moral to our stories today is be open. Uh, and oh look here it is. Theory. No, theory. If you have a paranormal encounter, uh, talk about it. I think uh, the more we talk about the stuff, the more mainstream it will become and the more accepted it will become. And I, but please, in, in saying that, please, please try and make sure that they are true stories. Yes. And not, yes. Just, not just made up stories. Let's not make any more creatures that are more terrifying than they need to be. We don't need more Slender Men. We don't need more rakes. Nope. No, um, but also, 
just um, take everything on the internet with a grain of salt. Also, like con- some conspiracy theories are just conspiracy theories. Yeah, There's, they don't hold any weight. Like like yeah. this whole Hadron Collider thing. I have no idea how to feel about this one, but this, this conspiracy theory is that the Large Hadron Collider may have transferred us into a parallel universe. Well, yeah. So that's um, an interesting theory in itself, but also, like, how, how would you prove that? Well... Like that's what that's why people have been saying like maybe we just need to recreate it and see what happens and I'm like that, I'm not sure how I feel about that either. Like is I mean, it going to shift us back into where we were, which admittedly wasn't that great either, or are we just going to keep bumping along the line that's even worse? Well, we could bump into another parallel universe that isn't the original one. But that's what they're saying is that we've bumped into a parallel universe and essentially taken over that universe. Hmm. Well, then that speaks to that show, The Fringe. I love that show. It's such a good show. But, like, in the fringe, they're still, like, those worlds are rubbing against each other and hurting each other. In this theory, they're saying that essentially all those people in that universe don't exist anymore. We've taken yeah, over their spaces. Yes. So, but have we shunted them into another universe and we've just sort of done a whole domino effect? Well, this, I guess the theories are endless with this because it, unless you can time travel quickly between universes to understand what where you belong, whether we belong in this one or that there's an original one we belong at. But some of the encounters that I've had recently, I will say I'm having bizarre conversations with different friends or family going, no, 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 I was there, I remember that. And they don't remember it at all. So I have had so many of those on the Bernstein, Bernstein bears, like... I'm mm-hmm. sure they were the Bernstein bears. Bernstein bears? Bernstein bears. Burns. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the second one. But then it's like everyone's showing you the videos and they're different. But okay. also, I had that. I had the actual Nelson Mandela thing. Like, I thought Me too. he was dead. Me too. I thought he was dead too. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, so now there's like that theory that maybe some of us have come over and some of us haven't. Well, and that that's why we have the Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, does that mean that in our actual universe, those of us that didn't come over, are we dead there now? Or did our version from here go there? Mm. See, it, 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 it all gets very convoluted and there's yeah, no way to have any of this actually verified because it's a theory. I know, it is a theory at the end of the day, but there is some serious things that I remember that some of my friends do or do not remember. Um even to the effect when um, heavy topic, but when my brother got cowed punched, yep. I distinctly remember my mum saying there's two other guys that ha- had that happen to them as well. Mm-hmm. One died and one's in a wheelchair now. Yeah, so, you said that to me. Yeah, that didn't happen. Mum is adamant that that did not happen. It was just Jared that night. So who the fuck was I talking to? Or did I slip? Was that the moment we slipped? Was that two years ago? Because that was around two years ago that we slipped. Did I slip then? So that I talked to my mum and that happened that way in that universe? Well, no. And this way. The Hadron Collider, right? Okay, let's see. Um, when, When did it come online? Because they're talking about it came back online July last year. Because there was like there was a whole yeah July last year so about July fifth I think it came back online there was a whole thing about that I'll have a go at that in a minute Um, (laughs) (laughs) but 
seriously, Pina. So the Hadron Collider first came, first started up on the 10th of September 2008, and it, it remains the largest addition to the CERN's acceleration complex, right? So the argument was that maybe in 2008, because that's when things started going a little bit pear-shaped. Right. There was an incident, but... That's early. Earlier than I thought. Yeah, but they're saying that because it's not constantly running, I don't believe. I may be wrong. Oh, so it's intermittent. Yeah, well, they, they throw the particles at each other and then essentially they're trying to create like a mini Big Bang and then study the effects of it. Mm. So they get their data yeah, and then they throw another one at each other and then they oh, get more so data. So how many times have they done this then? A lot. Okay. And so that's where this whole theory comes through because you've got like people that were talking about, you know, last year, 2022, when it was coming back online for the first time. They're saying, you know, there was all these... My favourite. I don't have Twitter. I've yeah. never had Twitter, or X as it's now called, but I refuse to call it that. Twitter. And now he wants to charge for it. It's just rude. Um, He's out of control. He is. Um, so they've got some some absolute stinking adorable, <laughs> terrified people posting on Twitter. Because, like, seriously, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it, and we're just going to have to live with it. Yeah. Um. So some of these conspiracy theories in regards to this, they've tweeted last year in July. So nobody else is concerned that the CERN Collider will be turning on on July 5th and opening up a portal and letting some dark-sided shit come through. <laughs> the second post that's here is July 5th, CERN. It's time to get right with God and protect your energy. Get right with God. Yep, get right with God. Okay. Um, and then another one they've got here is anticipating the activation of CERN got me feeling some type of way. The fuck gives you all the right to be opening portals and shit? Isn't 2022 already crazy enough? Sheesh. So there's like a prolification of this theory, right? So they've got... <laughs> CERN has always been the subject of various conspiracy theories from the creation of black holes to human sacrifices on the grounds. Mm. It appears that this year's conspiracy theorists have been watching maybe a little bit too much of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness as rumours this year have centred around the opening of a portal to another dimension. Who has felt like a big shift is coming for a while now? One verified astrologer wrote on Twitter. That astrophysicist. Astrologer. Mm-hmm. In an example, typical of the conspiracy theories, now on July 5th, we are quite literally going to be switching timelines. When CERN is going to turn on their machine thingy, it's opening a portal to go through. Also, the unknown is coming in. Keep your vibes positive. Keep your energy up. Mm-hmm. I've looked into this, another added. Look for 10 times more Mandela effects because back in 2012, they did a record voltage level that caused these Mandela effects. Whatever portal they're opening, they shouldn't. As funny as it is to imagine that you're going to be avoid being dragged into a parallel dimension created by a machine thingy by vibing let's take the conspiracy theory seriously for a short moment being generous you could guess that the alternate dimension theories are based on the idea that the lhc could in theory detect evidence for extra dimensions uh-huh. how could we test for extra dimensions one option would be to find evidence of the particles that can exist only if extra dimensions are real cern has explained on their website Theories that suggest extra dimensions predict that in some way, as the, sorry, 
In the same way as atoms have low energy ground states and excited high energy states, there will be heavier versions of a standard particle in other dimensions. These heavier versions of particles would have exactly the same properties as standard particles and so be visible to our detectors, but with a greater mass. So like, there's this whole thing, even CERN are feeding into it a little bit with those sort of statements. Uh, yes. So Good grief. Yeah, it's a, it's a theory. It's been floating around for a while, but I think um, they've talked about it. It's come offline. They were talking about like an animal accidentally being inside the tube when, the, when it happened and that that may have been the reason that the shift happened because there was a disruption. Mm. But I don't know. Do they? Do we need to? Do we need to sacrifice another animal? Apparently, yeah. they're sacrificing humans, according to that. <laughs> Whenever the hell that started. Hmm. Because there's been even in recent years, there's been a lot more animal activity in the way of them being weirder than usual. I mean, we sort of know a lot about all the animals, but oh, my mum still has a theory about the killer whales. Okay. Well, apparently, there's already been a book written about that. Okay. I can't remember if it was Dean Coots or Clive Custler or Lee Child. No, might have been Clive Custler. But apparently he's already written a book about killer whales and they were like acting murderous towards tourists and shit. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and boats and like yeah. being way more aggressive than they normally are and it turned out to be like this um, deep sea radio frequency emitter mm-hmm. for a navy, of course. Of course. And because he's an American writer, it was the American Navy. Uh-huh. Um, Mind you, this is all fictional. God knows if, how much of this might actually be able to be true. Real, to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, once they turned it off, everyone went back to normal. Isn't that funny? Um, yeah, the aerial shots of horses, sheep, cattle, oh, any animal really, uh, are just walking together in circles. Where's that happening? A couple of different places um, around the globe. Um, but they're, they're all walking around and around and around and around and around. Like, uh, you know, and there some some particular animals that wouldn't normally hang out together, you know, they might be soul um, wanderers, you know, or lone, you know, that once they've sort of grown up, they leave their pack or whatever, um, come together and they seem to walk in cir- circular patterns. Uh, it's really weird. Um, and no one can explain why they're doing this all of a sudden. Yeah, it's a bit odd. So, is this another weird thing? Do we need to um, get prepared for Cthulhu? Well, I don't know. Eldritch monsters? Are they waking up? There is. There's actually been this really cool... Um, I think it was on Tumblr, maybe, back in the day. I never um, had Tumblr, sorry. I don't. I didn't really either, but my friend shared it with me. Um, it was this whole story about how the old gods are waking up and how, like, yeah. the practitioners, like, us spiritual people who um, have taken care of the earth and their and their people and like yeah. are using more naturalized stuff mm. that they're um they were sort of spared because they knew how to navigate the old gods waking up and yeah you know knew the sort of things that were required because i think yeah we have like the old gods like the mayan gods and that that yeah. had a lot of human sacrifice in that but how much of that was human and how much of that was actually god <laughs> it's the same with churches these days. That's why I don't like churches. Yeah, exactly. Like how much of that is actually God? Because it sounds a lot, a hell of a lot like the person in charge of it, and that person is still just a fucking person. Yeah, absolutely. So, hmm. It was a really interesting story because like, the land is, returns to being wild and like you yeah. live, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, it's one of those sort of post apocalyptic stories. Hmm. 
Because, I mean, then if we're looking at that, you know, minds and that, are we looking at Greek gods? Are we looking at no, pagan gods? Are we I looking at... I don't think I want to deal with Zeus running around. <laughs> dude is a hornbag. A... <laughs> that dude needs to calm down. Um... <laughs> so does his wife. And Thor. I mean, to be entirely fair, if I was Zeus's wife, I'd be pretty pissed off too. Yeah. I mean, you've got some cool ones though. Aphrodite, she's cool. Persephone. Yeah, she's also cool. Um, Achilles... He's pretty cool. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know. Maybe they've had enough time to think about their actions. Um, with Is what that happened. what happened? They just got thrown into Tartarus and they went, to time out. Time think out. about your actions. <laughs> you think about what you've done and then you come back when you're good and ready to come out of your room. Um, maybe, maybe. I don't know. If you're looking at all gods, gods that have been forgotten, gods that were juggernauts. You know, no, in their I mean, time. There's entire, there's entire civilizations out there that we don't know what their gods were. Yeah. I mean, there's there's literally an entire civilization that they've been talking about in um, the archaeological world for a really long time that I believe that they only know by the name of Punt or something. Punt? But, yeah, they traded oh. with the ancient Egyptians, like ancient Egyptians. Oh. And, but apparently they were a seafaring race and they were so well known to the Egyptians that they were never marked on a map because they just arrived and traded and was so just there all the time that they never bothered marking them on a map so the the archaeologists have no idea where the land of punt is gotcha i don't even know if i'm saying that right but you know what i mean it's like it's like um condiment sets used to have three bottles yeah and now they've only got two yeah we're not quite sure what was in the old one because it was so well known that nobody thought to write it down no and they're like was that vinegar was it mustard? Mm, I feel like I'm leaning into mustard. I don't know. But look, we but like the land of punt. It's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone and we will never know unless we cross back to our original world. Well, I don't think in this case that we're going to know no matter where we go. I think maybe if we had freaking Doctor Who's <laughs> machine, the TARDIS, yeah. then maybe we could find out. We'd just go back and ask. We could. I think that's a lot of work though. Hmm. TARDIS? I'd move into that thing in a heartbeat. Okay. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Doctor Who, to be honest, so... The TARDIS. She's a crazy lady. She loves her doctor. Cool. And she has room for us all. Oh, that's nice. Literally, she's bigger on the inside. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, look. Good chats, man. <laughs> We've only been talking for a while. Everyone's bored now. No, I don't think they are. I think this is a good episode. Uh, not to toot our own horn or anything, but I'm, gonna. <laughs> I'm really interested to find out what other people think and what what else they've experienced. Like, did you see the weird shadow yes. thing running alongside the yes. car? Did you have, you have you experienced the Mandela effect? Yeah, because like I have. I know I have in at least two instances. Me too. I'm yeah. sure there's more things. Like sometimes I see something and I'm like, is that? I don't remember it being like. No, that. no. But I had a I had a fucking moment at the shops the other day because I, I i bought malto milk biscuits and for some reason i can remember them from like my, my childhood and they disappeared for the longest time and i'm literally standing in front of the arnett shelf the other day and there they are whoa and i was like what the have they been there the whole time and i just went blind to them or something no 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 they haven't mm. arnett's are just recycling old recipes and getting rid of the current favorites which is weird they're no longer doing like um is it the kingston's i'm not too into Arnott's. I like Kiwi biscuits. I, I can understand that. Like you, you guys have pretty good freaking ginger nuts. I freaking do. 
They're pretty freaking good. I do like a good ginger nut slice made with kiwi ginger nuts because I have to go through twice as many if I use the Arnott's ones. Yeah, scooper tops are the best. Anyway. Um... No, they're not. <laughs> Chocolate-coated ginger nut fingers are. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. <laughs> well, that's a whole different conversation that we might need to have next time. That's another Random Rambles <laughs> podcast episode. Or ep, as people say in the biz. Ep. What biz are you in? The podcast biz. Who the fuck are you talking to without me? <laughs> I'm talking to pizza. Oh, I'm, I'm moving and grooving and, and, <laughs> and, and, and walking and talking and <laughs> doing stuff. Um, She's literally dancing next to me right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm jazzing and bebopping with the best of them. Hey, you. Can you start doing some introductions then? <laughs> Leaving me here to do all the editing and going out partying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get my um, podcast. I feel, I feel like we need to establish this now because if we ever divorce, no. <laughs> you don't get to go to the media and say I was partying all the time. <laughs> all right, Joe. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. God. Well, we hope you enjoyed and please do engage. Send some comments, share it around. You have friends that will enjoy talking about really random crap all the time. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a it's a good topic, paranormal and, and witches and pagans and oh, yeah, all we sorts of things. Absolutely revisit this topic. It's later. a good uh, launch pad for a lot of combos. So uh till next ep episode. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you all have a great day, night, wherever you are in the world. Yes, thanks for listening and till next time. Who is sentimental? But this thing is making me sad.